like in between segments, just like make sure no chords are loose. Yeah, adjust. It only shit. happened the one time yeah. though. Right. Other than that, it's you're been, learning. I picked it up. You're learning. <laughs> yeah. I'm an audio engineer now. Way to call Pretty much. Oh my god. Hey, we're back. Hi. We're back. Season two. It's been a minute. So crazy. I Probably always, a long minute. I feel yeah. the need, like, when we get started to do, like, a do-do-do-do, like, a... Because <laughs> we don't hear the theme song. I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Everyone else is more hyped than we are. Yeah. Yeah. So we I, should, like, want to hype to get it together. <laughs> we should listen to it before it starts. I also just hit the table, so if you hear our feedback. Great. We're me. we're professionals. We're off to a great start. Mm-hmm. We this know what we're doing. Fantastic. Perfect. Um, so let's wind down. Let's wind down. What you got, girl? Okay, so I prepped for this, and I've been wanting to talk about it for weeks, and we haven't been recording. So, um, I love Apple. how prepared you are. What? I love how prepared you are. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Um, so Apple is launching their new streaming service, and... Did yes. you know this? Yes, <laughs> I did know this. I was yeah. thinking that streaming, I was trying to remember what streaming was. I like straight oh, up no. was like, is it, I, yeah, I think we did talk briefly, but I, for a second thought it was like music and I was like, no, that's been out for a minute. You they know what I mean? They have that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They have they're the music streaming. TV now they're streaming. doing the TV streaming. Got you. It's a whole thing. <laughs> so anyway, um, they have like a whole slate of like high profile, like original content coming Reese, out. Reese Witherspoon has a show, yeah? Reese Witherspoon. So this is the list. That oh my God. Down. You're so prepared. <laughs> um, so they have Steven Spielberg. Reese Witherspoon is doing a show with Jennifer Aniston and Steve Carell. Um, there's a show with Jason Momoa, Kumail Nanjiani, and Emily V. Gordon are doing a show. There's Sesame Street. J.J. Abrams is doing a show with Jennifer Garner, another show with Sarah Bareilles, who I'm in love with, yeah. as you know. Um, <laughs> another show with Reese Witherspoon and Octavia Spencer, a show with love Rupert them. Grint, a show with Haley Steinfeld and Jane Krakowski. Um, oh, interesting pair. Oprah is doing shit. I did them. see Oprah's Instagram. They call themselves like Apple Girls or something. Yeah, and there's like a ton more. I can't even listen yeah, to all. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, but I just found it so interesting how this is launching um, because then then I read another article that was talking about how like when Netflix started original content, right? Mm-hmm. It was just like Orange is the New Black and right. House of Cards. And aside from Kevin Spacey, R.I.P., <laughs> basically Mm -hmm. um like there's no like really high profile anything around it and it was the quality of the show that actually i do think most of these shows are going to be really high quality just because of the people involved well sure but like but yeah i found it interesting the the time is different though too right right because when netflix started original content no one else had any right there wasn't people didn't know what original content was supposed to be yeah it was sort of like they were trying it out yeah. But it was really good. So then people watched it. And then now, like, literally going through Netflix, there's so much original content. Right. Like, there's stuff I hadn't even heard of when I was, like, looking through it last night. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just think that's interesting that streaming has evolved we, that much. And they, like, they need these, like, high-profile yes. people to actually launch a successful service at this point. I also think it's such an interesting time in, like, entertainment and media because – um, I think it was you that I was talking to about this, but maybe not. Uh, how Spotify is like pairing up with Hulu, Hulu yeah, 
um, I want to say it's because of Apple's new thing, right? Like they're... Um, I think so. Yeah. Well, so Apple did this whole launch event and then they didn't say anything about the price of their service, which mm. was so fucking annoying. Yeah. So, and they didn't That's say Apple. it would be paired with Apple Music or mm. anything like that. So I think they're still trying to suss out like well, right. what and they need to it's do. It's at this interesting time too where a lot of the Hulu content is becoming original as is Netflix content. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the shows that I used to watch on Hulu are no longer available there yeah. anymore. You have yeah. to subscribe to CBS All Access or to NBC's right. app, or you have to buy it on buy like TV Land service. You know what I mean? Right. Like there's yeah, no like, Disney's starting their own, yeah. so they're pulling like all the Marvel content, all of their original movies, creating new original content. Yeah. For so the I just service. think it's a really interesting time to yeah. see what's going to happen next. Cause yeah, I I'm just like curious to see how this launch goes. different services. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like. At some point, there has to be. Yeah, people got a bundle. But it's also like phone companies, right, instead of offering cable packages, are saying, like, we'll pay for your Netflix. I have that. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love T-Mobile. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's like shit like that, T-Mobile. too. Like, everyone's bundling and trying to figure out how, how can we get yeah, people to stay with our service, even though there's so much competition. Yeah, that's crazy. It's yeah. super interesting. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's yeah. it. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. I never have just one thing to talk about ever. But no. here's the thing that I was going to talk about. And I was just talking to your roommate about this in the living room. But mm-hmm. um, so last night I watched Someone Great on Netflix. If you haven't seen it, check oh, it out. No, but I did come home drunk last night and watch the entire preview and was like, I got to yeah. watch that. <laughs> so my roommate, so I was coming home last night to go to bed early because uh, I'm cool like that. And my roommate texted me and she was like, watch the first just five minutes of this because it takes place at 169 Bar, which is in New York City and we've been there a multitude of times (laughs) and so she was like just watch the first five minutes like just because it's here and that's so cool and whatever so uh, I was starting to watch it and it was so good that in that first five minutes I was like I'm watching this whole thing you know what I mean (laughs) which is so annoying but it was also so well done it's such a good comedy Um, Michelle Buteau Am I saying that love right? Her. I think I, so, okay. yeah. Um, I fucking love her. We saw her live at, I want to say, Bell House? We saw her at Bell House. I went recently. Um, she was so good. We saw her somewhere else, too. At Union Hall. Yeah. yeah I went yeah, to yeah. Union Hall. It was packed. She was oh, so yeah. funny. And she just had twins. I know. They're, They're so, so cute. cute. I've been following her on Instagram. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she's in like the first part of it. Uh, not the whole thing, but like a little bit. But she's just fabulous. And so there's a lot of really good comedians. Yeah. There's a lot of good, like, comic moments. There's, like, ugh, I don't want to, like, spoil it. But there's, you know, some very situational, like, funny moments that I fucking love. Um, nice. And so, yeah. So I highly recommend it. But it was also one of those movies that's, like, an emotional roller coaster. So it was, like, about friendship. And it's beautiful. And it talks about relationships and, like, the ending of relationships and the starting of new relationships and, like, the end of, like, basically, like, it's almost like Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, where it's like the last summer together. You know what I mean? Like, and they're all... Oh, damn. Yeah. But the movie also takes place in one day. And then there's just like flashback moments, in which one I day. love. Oh, and yeah. fla- oh, that's so interesting. Yeah. So that's it's such an interesting structure. Story, yeah. The story is told really well. Everyone is phenomenal in it. Ugh, cool. Highly recommend it. Speaking of Netflix original content. Great. Yeah. But I hadn't even heard of it. If she hadn't like said something, I probably wouldn't have watched it. Um, yeah. Well, the preview was so intriguing. And it's... um, Fucking... What's her name? Gina Rodriguez. Thank you. Yes. I was like Jane. <laughs> Jane the Virgin. Also known as. Um, um, but yeah, so. I love her. Yeah. Also, I'm not somebody that's typically a movie person. So I find Same. it really interesting that Netflix is investing a lot of movies right now. But yeah. I also just think that like people aren't going to the movies either. You know what I yeah. mean? It's expensive. Unless it's like 
something a reboot like, or something or like super a cultural or like Marvel movie. Yeah, mar- like an action movie. Which I don't like, like it's it, but it's more fun in the big theater because you're there for the action. Scenes. I guess, and that's like yeah. I wouldn't know. <laughs> I'm not the audience for that. <laughs> yeah. Anywho, anyway. that's my wind down. Great. Well, I think we started season two off. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah. see how the rest goes. Yeah, we'll see how the rest goes. Our guest today is uh, Dylan Grassel, and we'll be right back. Do do do. We hear it all the time. Ugh, there's just too much new content out there. You couldn't possibly start watching Narcos. I mean, the concentration to sit and focus and read for an hour-long episode of new content? We know that all you want to do is sit back and watch your favorite old stories on repeat. Whether you're re-watching Friends for the millionth time or watching one of your many favorite reboots at home or in theaters, we know that you don't actually want new content. That's why this season, Broadway is recycling the most content ever in Reboot the Musical. Reboot the Musical is the story of every reboot from the last decade. It's the story behind the story of rebooting the original story. Learn all about the geniuses who came up with no ideas at all and just profit off of someone else's ideas instead. This theater season, you won't be asked to fully pay attention for a two and a half hour show. Simply enjoy a bunch of stuff you've already heard about before. Why? It's so much easier than coming up with our own compelling content ideas. Reboot the Musical will feature stories of amazing reboots like Fuller House, Gilmore Girls, A Year in the Life, Boy Meets Girl, Veronica Mars, Ocean's 8, DuckTales, Roots, One Day at a Time, Twin. Twin Peaks, Arrested Development, Will and Grace, Wet Hot American Summer, Roseanne, The Connors, American Idol, 24, Dynasty, Mad TV, MacGyver, and The Odd Couple. When you recycle old ideas and nothing is new, I think we can all agree that the quality is better. Also, mark your calendars. In the spring of 2030, we're excited to announce the arrival of Reboot the Musical, The Reboot. We're very much looking forward to being nominated for Best Revival of a Musical. And we're back. This is What's the Point, the podcast. And I'm Amanda. And I'm Tava. We forgot to do all of that earlier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we're joined by our guest, Dylan Grassel. Hello, that's me. What's up? How's it going? It's going. It's good. We're, Thank you for I mean, being is here. Is it going? We're struggling through this You so know, first, first uh, show of the new season, you know, knocking off the cobwebs. Uh, I think it Something sounded great. Something like that. Yeah. Perfect. People people clicked on the podcast. They know who it is. They know we what can, it is. You know. You can just compliment us for the next forty minutes. You're both wonderfully talented, <laughs> impressive individuals. Uh, no, I will say that this is uh, this is a very a very welcoming, a very nice environment that I'm in right now. I feel very Aww. comfortable. It just uh, never gets old. It's, I, you guys, you guys sent. Uh, I've done a few podcasts. I don't want to brag, but I've done a few podcasts. Uh, and you, you sent a, pre- a preliminary email that just was really, really wonderful. It was. It explained just, everything. It was thorough. Uh, I don't know what you want from me, but like I'm ready to just give out <laughs> crazy information on this podcast. I, we want all the hot guys. Yes. Do you want this my is social? What we do like is what? we lull people into a false sense of right. security. Right. That's how I feel. You I think you're really we're safe basically right now. Barbara Walters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get me with some I gotcha journalism, <laughs> yeah. you know? Like, I don't, I'm ready for it's it. It's coming. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so do you have any thoughts about what we talked about on the wind-up? I do, actually. I um, Well, I have actually a few thoughts, but the, the number one takeaway that I immediately was struck with, T-Mobile pays for both of your Netflix? Uh-huh. <laughs> what? It's included in your plan. 
That's yeah. I didn't know that that was an option. I yeah. know, and for, I'm already paying for a phone, and I was already paying for Netflix. Yeah, I'm no, like, I yeah. sure they're I've, bundling all the shit. They're just mm-hmm. Verizon's like, doing nothing yeah. for me. They're not paying well, for any Verizon of my subscriptions. It's the devil. So. That, like, apparently, <laughs> they think they're too good for that shit. I'm like, they give do. me an Amazon Prime subscription, you know? <laughs> exactly. Uh, I would yeah. I would appreciate that more. No, that's that's well done, both yeah. of you. With and that. T-Mobile yeah. used to be like shit service, but like right. honestly, it's had a few years and it's improved quite a bit. You know what it I mean? It has improved. So. I still find like some instances where like everyone else has service and I have no service at all, and I'm like, yeah, yeah but, I but used, it's fine. I used to have AT and T, and I would have the same thing, just in different spots. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? That's so true. And right. we live in New York. There's service everywhere. No, hundred <laughs> percent. Like move over three feet, you'll find service. <laughs> There's so much yeah. service that like on the spots on the subway where I don't get service, I get angry about it, right? and I'm like, this yeah. is not rational. Yeah, like, I'm they, like, it's, we're at Fulton Street. Yeah. There's so many subway lines here. How come I don't have fucking like service? So yes. I I think this is because my phone is full because I just took a trip and I have too many pictures on it. But all my Spotify music that I have downloaded so I can listen to it on the subway, it uh, is not downloaded on my phone, even though it says it's downloaded. So I have oh, been, shit. I'll like click a song and then silence oh, until the next no. station. And I'm like, I fucking hate this. Uh-huh. I might legitimately delete Spotify as yeah. a two oh, album. <laughs> <laughs> no, because that would be Apple Music. But I thought about, Apple. I might get Apple Music instead because I'm getting real fed up with this. I've heard. Well, wait to but see also, what these bundle plans are going right? to like before you commit. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but I also might delete, like, I put all those pictures on my computer and so I'll delete them off my phone and see if that helps because that really might be why it might be me just having too much shit on my phone no I've but had, I've had Spotify download. cut out like that before it's so, I, I'm like, I, I, I specifically download those for I think so too yeah. and their music quality they like um, to keep the like quality good they like made the sound lower and I can't fucking hear it over the subway oh, you know what I mean I didn't know that yeah I had to have my roommate play with the settings because I don't understand how that stuff works yeah I've heard people and now I can hear it but I'm not as big a fan. Really do enjoy the Apple music, though. I've I've been hearing. I know. I feel I like know. a lot. And of apparently, they pay the artists. <laughs> now. I'm putting in quotes, but yeah, yeah they 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 pay the because Taylor Swift. Yeah, because kept Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. You go T T Swift. Way to go, Swifty. I almost said Glen Coco. Honestly, same. What's the difference? Cool. So let's talk about you, Dylan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's let's. We, we don't want to keep talking about Apple. Got it, got it. Great. We've given them enough time for not sponsoring us. I will say, I will. Just... Although, if you are listening on yes. Apple Podcasts, <laughs> thank you. We for love doing you. That. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I'm going to get the the new Apple streaming service only because I can't take on any more services financially. What financially, if just, like, what if they have a new wise. show that becomes like. A Game of Thrones status culturally, and you like, well, like you you'll be something. ostracized if you don't sign up. I don't watch Game of Thrones, so I'm already I'm living. Alone in this room. I'm already living that <laughs> life. I know I'm alone in this room. I'm alone in this world. I'm... No, she doesn't watch either. You, you don't watch yeah. either. No. Yeah. Good. Way to be cool. Exactly. I'm I don't like. Pool. I ain't got time for that shit. I don't. I don't got time. I don't like swords. I don't <laughs> like dragons. You know. I like all those things, and I thought I would be into it. Yeah. I watched. Part of the first episode, and I was like, I just can't, mm-hmm. I can't get into it. It's too slow. It's slow until it gets past the books, and then it. They. I've heard that, but that's several seasons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a How lot like, of time I'm not to committing commit to, to several. something. Exactly. Yeah, totally. that's fine. Good for you guys. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I didn't mean to be so controversial. Yeah, I'll see what kind of deals they got with their music service. Maybe I, sell me on it, Apple. Mm-hmm. I might be interested. Yeah, you have We're to win waiting. me over. Yeah. <laughs> Totally. Also, the person whose HBO password I had, it like signed itself out while I was gone. Oh, and now oh, I can't watch no. HBO. I know. Oh, no. I'm in the middle of the documentary about the guy from Serial, the podcast. 
Oh, I'm like I in the middle of that, and yeah. I need to finish. Yeah, it. the case against Adnan. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Did you also listen to the podcast? Oh yeah, yeah, I totally. Did. Yeah, I'm, I Hardcore. was like, I'm already 13 hours deep in this. Mm-hmm. I need to watch this. <laughs> like, absolutely. Well, Dylan. <laughs> hey, anyways, I'm, I'm here. It's me. So, Dylan, <laughs> back to me now. Okay. Yeah. So, for the listeners, Dylan does uh, stand-up comedy here in New York City. Yes. Um, he also has his own show that he hosts, mm-hmm. and I'm guessing produces. Yes, produces, uh, hosts. Yeah. I don't know the other appropriate words. Uh, <laughs> markets. markets. Markets yeah, the show. Do all the things for it. Mm-hmm. And it's very impressive. It's a great show. We've oh. seen it a few times. So. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Uh, good new comedy at the Battle Days. That's right. It's a great bar in Ridgewood that we love. Yes. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> it yeah. is. So if you're local, check it out. Please. Yeah. The show, you know, you, you got, you've both been there. Um, but the yeah. show, it draws really surprisingly well. Uh, like at each show. Uh, I think even our lowest attendant was probably like, 35-ish people, awesome. which which was, yeah, which was really, really good. And all the comics yeah. who did it were like, you know, and that was the one that I felt really bad about. And they were like, no, this is an amazing show. Yeah. And then so having amazing. done other shows, I'm like, oh, yeah, 10 people usually show up to comedy yeah. shows, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so when did you cool. start doing stand-up? I started doing the standing up comedy uh, two years ago as my first open mic nice. um but it actually wasn't even an open mic i did uh <laughs> i did i did just a show like my very first time doing oh yeah it where was, did you do the show i did it at coogan's in washington heights okay. shout out to that show so my friend ashlyn salzano um runs a show up there it used to be a weekly show and i would just go to that bar a lot and she knew that i was this aspiring comic but was too cool. afraid to do it <laughs> but just would like get drunk and be like i'm funny and i want to <laughs> talk into a microphone and tell jokes uh and so she just one day i was gonna leave i was only in town for like three months and it was like the last week that i was in town and she was like well listen you're doing the show now so write something and get ready and i'd already you know i'd, I'd spent i'd wanted to do comedy pretty much since I was like a little kid. So I had had jokes that I had written, just didn't have the encouragement or the drive or the the means to actually make it happen. So Ashton put me on a show, did it, went very well, I'm not gonna lie. (laughs) And then it went very badly immediately (laughs) after that. I feel like I've talked about this before, but I I feel like I had the same experience where I like, like my first open mic was like terrible. I was was, like, so nervous and yeah. I was like just trying to get through it and then my second one I was like I'm like good like <laughs> and then I went to another one I was like oh no everyone sucks like we're all bad e- I- <laughs> uh-huh. no it really it's is like this- a little bit of a roller coaster it's 100% and actually one of the comics on that show told me she was like you're probably gonna crush tonight and then your next 50 sets are gonna be horrible right. and then like you'll kind of start to figure it out yeah and I don't think I don't think it was 50 sets that were horrible, but it definitely was like, it, it definitely, it, it went from like the highs of that show and then my next open mic, next time doing stand-up was in the back of like a taco shop yeah. and I just ate it so hard. <laughs> I remember like, I think I even pleaded with the audience. I was like, what, why isn't this funny? Like it just, it was, it went bad, you oh, know? No. And it was just so, but then it's, yeah. And I think I agree with that as you just kind of start to do it more and more and you start to figure it out. And yeah. open mics are always going to be awful. Yeah, they're, they're not, all bad. they're all bad. Yeah. They're all Nothing bad. about it is fun. Or no. good. No. Yeah, no. It's... What do you feel like you get out of open mics? Um, I mean, stage time is invaluable, yeah. I think, no matter what. like, And I think I think my comedy has been going in phases of, like, mm. I think the first few months I was doing it, I was using open mics just to get comfortable being on a stage and talking into I'm a microphone. That, yeah. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I think that's a huge skill. Like, I wasn't even yeah. really concerned about getting laughs. I was yeah. just concerned about, like, 
being on stage and being yeah, comfortable just, like, with that. Yeah, just get through it. Even get if it's it. terrible, like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm alive on the other side. Right, yeah. right, exactly. And and, and, <laughs> yeah. I, and I think that's super, super important, you know, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I think after that, the next phase was like, okay, let's see if, like, I can make people laugh doing this. And I would get some jokes and work things out. Um, and now I think I'm at the point where, like, like being on stage doesn't bother me. I, I love being on stage. And I think now I'm using open mics to work on just actually crafting the jokes and actually and like transitional stuff and like transitions. Yeah. Those transitions. Are yes. Those <laughs> <laughs> I'm very just like, and here's the next thing. <laughs> I have not figured out transitions yet. Which yeah. I don't think you need. I don't know. It's like, it's like comedy is yeah. so there. There's so many different styles and so many different things. Like mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think you need them. I just, for me, sometimes I like to have a cohesive. I do minutes. feel like yeah. my transitions and the ones I've liked the most have been, um, the, like jokes or callbacks about like other sets, you know what I mean? To kind of tie it in. So it's like yeah. live and kind of improv and like speaking right. of baseball and like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Cause that other guy was talking about baseball. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like it, right. just kind of throwing into whatever. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that that for me has worked and I do in general, and I haven't done this in a while. I need to get back into it. But like, I feel like in general, I work better with like crowd work. Like that makes me more comfortable when yeah. I get the audience involved. Um, yeah, which you know that sometimes can backfire. <laughs> yeah, I mean that, that's a that's a major thing that I'm really trying to focus on now. Actually, is, is oh, yeah. crowd work. Yeah. I feel like have you ever done like improv or anything? Or oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I feel like that helped me with it more than anything else. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I think it's. I think for me, it's just still even just being that comfortable on yeah. stage. Like I did a show on Tuesday that, like, the crowd was very. It wasn't super full and. The crowd was like a bunch of Staten Island firemen, basically, and so. <laughs> what like, even is their sense of humor? I, well, it's certainly not mine. <laughs> that much. Uh, and I kind of knew that as I was like seeing the comics go before me, and I was like, "Great!" So I don't think my like uh, Chronicles of Narnia joke is going to land here, you know, or like my Myers Briggs, oh, yeah. you know, not no offense to Staten Island firemen, you're great, uh, but like it's just. <laughs> thank you for your service. <laughs> yeah, thank you for your service. Uh, but it, it, it was definitely, like, me adjusting and seeing then. Like, so I just kind of ended up doing a lot of crowd work, which didn't nice. really work. Yeah. Some of it worked, some of it didn't, you know. But I think yeah. it was, like, cool, I'm going to have to do my material, but really just play yeah. to this audience yeah, specifically. Yeah, you're just like, well, what I have isn't working. So yep. we got to yeah. work with together, together now. <laughs> yep. Yeah, actually, one of the comics who went up before me literally was like, well, none of this is working. What do you do? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, that seems like what we're all going to have to do right now. Uh, but that's, that's fun to figure fun. that out. Yeah. yeah. But doing crowd work at open mics, I feel, is, is weird because... Because it's usually just other comics, oh, you know. That's, that's why it's so I have failed miserably at that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What are you? You have horror stories. Well, so I went to this one open mic, and the bit I was trying was like about going to the gynecologist, and I was a room in a room full of men, so it already wasn't gonna work. Sure. Yeah. There was one girl in the room who was hosting the mic. She did not think what I was asking was funny either. I was like, I was like, does anyone know? like where the cervix is just like i didn't i really didn't Uh and then like some guy raised his hand i was like okay where is it and he was like well i don't have like a like i don't what do you and i was like okay so you can't explain it and then and then the girl that was hosting jumped in and she was like well he doesn't have like a diagram or something how is he supposed to and i was like oh "Oh, god this just became an argument yeah and i was just like 
did not realize what a okay. hot issue this was. <laughs> I was just like, this went so bad. Yeah. Like, so much worse than I thought. Yeah. Anyway, don't, don't try crowd Okay. Yeah. <laughs> or try it all the time. Or what try it all the do? time. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's sort of where I'm at right now. Do you have, out. what's the worst you've ever bumped? Uh, the worst that I've ever bombed. I mean, so many times. <laughs> uh, I mean, I think that second time where I was literally pleading with the crowd <laughs> was, uh, was very bad. Um, I've had, I've had people, uh, leave. I've had people walk out during my set. Sure. And I don't even think it's because I'm saying anything offensive. I think it's just because I'm bad at comedy <laughs> at, at that time <laughs> in my life, you know? Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I wish I had a better, like, go-to bombing story. All right. Well, if you come up with one while we're I'll, I'll think about it. I'll think about it. I, I try not to dwell on my bombings because it will make me end my life. Yeah. But, uh, you know. Yeah. No, I think I think that's actually getting more and more experience and seasoned as a comic. I don't know. I take bombings a lot better now. Yeah, you're just like, to. okay, this was bad. Yeah. Next time. Right. That's kind of the thing, yeah. So <laughs> it's like, even if I even if I really eat it, I'm like, cool. That's, that's it's just fine. part of it, yeah, you know. that's what happens It is today. part of it. Yeah. What's the, what do you feel like was your best set? Oh, uh, yeah, I would say recently, actually, um, I had a show at uh, Climate Lounge, which is where they do the Laughing Buddha, the Laughing Buddha mics there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, really, I had two friends in from out of town, which... They, but they didn't even... It's like, maybe it's like a weird energy that we were all feeling, but like, the room was packed and they were there... But I, I like destroyed in a way that I literally was like, and I even said to them, I was like, guys, I don't usually kill that hard. Like, <laughs> I'm really, and it wasn't even just them laughing. It was like the whole crowd. Like, yeah. I have the recording of it. We'll get drunk and listen to it sometimes and just be like, man, I'm good at this. I really deserve to be on Conan. I don't know why I'm not. Um, yeah. And then I, and then I have, like my, I think doing my show is very interesting because like hosting. hosting I was going to ask that. How do you feel like hosting is different from like a set? Oh God, it's so different. It's and it's so different in a way that like I don't even want my friends to come see me at my own show. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm never gonna like crush at this show. Sure. Yeah. I think hosting is kind of it's a, a lot more pressure. It's a lot more pressure. So yeah, like to the elements of like I'm hosting, I'm producing, I'm marketing. So I care about the crowd size. I care about the levels. I care about if the comics feel supported. I feel like if yeah. my friends are having fun, I feel, you know, I care about if the bar is making money. You know, I, I care about all these factors. So I'm kind of already removed. Like, me doing well becomes almost like the last thing on the totem pole yeah. of, of that. And then it's keeping energy up. I mean, you're essentially like a carnival barker, you know? Like, it's <laughs> yeah, like yeah. you're right, you're yeah. supposed to be just keeping the audience entertained and lively for the actual acts mm-hmm. you know like like if i'm you're the hype man i'm the hype man you know like if a, if a magician's pulling like a rabbit out of a hat like <laughs> i'm the hat you know and like the comics and you're also the person saying that is the coolest <laughs> rabbit i've ever seen exactly exactly and yeah. so it's and i just think it's i don't know at my own show thank god it's only monthly and not weekly it stresses me out so much <laughs> like i love it but it's yeah and i always tell my friends i'm like come see me at an actual show where i just come in and do eight to ten you know like that's great yeah, yeah. my show is yeah and then you're going up in between the acts and you yeah. know you're you have to be very much more in the moment too like yeah, sure, yeah. like you said with the transitions like speaking of a blah 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 you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. and and sometimes i'll really shoehorn my own material into those transitions yeah well you have to have something you know what i mean like right you have to you have to like otherwise you're just making shit up on the fly and that's <laughs> It doesn't work. Exactly. Like, I think in my last show, one of the comics was from Fargo, North Dakota. And I was like, Fargo, North Dakota? That's crazy. Speaking of crazy places, I was in Salt Lake City recently. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> That's not a transition not at all. Not the same thing. Yeah. Even kind of. <laughs> you know? You Thought just, it worked uh, well. It, yeah, I think. Yeah. You know. Cool. Know. So what... Um, 
you said you've been doing stand up for about two years. What are your, where do you see yourself going with it? What kind of goals do you have for yourself? Do you set goals? Oh God. <laughs> I just asked 17 loaded questions. I, I knew what this podcast was when I signed up for it and I am still uncomfortable. Uh, we want to know what the point is. Oh, what's the of point? Of all of this shit that we're doing. I know, I know. Um, so here's the thing. I, like I said, I grew up watching stand-up comedy. Like it, it informed me. It was like my favorite thing in the world. I thought I was so much cooler than all my friends who didn't watch stand-up comedy. Cyber, you know? who's your like? Who's your like icon? Like, Norm McDonald. Nice. Norm okay. and uh, Harris Whittles. Oh, Harris. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. R.I.P. Harris. Uh, yeah, he. Those. Those. That. That really informs my sensibility. Okay. Is 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 those two styles of humor? I think that says a lot. And, and yeah. I think yeah, and I really strive to like not do a Norm impression a lot of the time. <laughs> like when I was first starting off, I feel like I was just being Norm, but like obviously not as funny, but just like. <laughs> I think everyone sort of does that because you're just adapting the things you think are the mm-hmm. funniest, which comes from those influences and then you sort of find your own voice at some point 100 percent. yeah like i'll see and i think you can see too the more and more you are doing comedy and you're doing shows you're doing mics like you're like oh this person's doing a dave attell this person's (laughs) doing a neil brennan or whatever you know like it's you can kind of start to see that um but yeah those those are those are those are my dudes cool so back to your goals sorry i turned around oh i'm not letting you off the hook okay oh i thought i was gonna escape it with the harris whittles thing uh my so so in saying that it's like i have a deep appreciation for stand up itself mm-hmm. like i don't see stand up as a means to an end i see it as like the end like You're that's just, you love it i want to be doing stand up professionally like like someone like a like i really admire someone like a david tell or a brian regan who like they have yeah. side things but like stand up is what they do yeah. you know yeah, like yeah. you know i mean brian regan really is he's selling out arenas just on his stand like he doesn't yeah. he doesn't act in like a sitcom he doesn't like he's not in movies he's just hilarious stand-up comic Brian Regan. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I don't think I'm Brian Regan, but uh, I mean, that, that's, 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 the, that's my ultimate goal. And it wasn't always that. Like, I always wanted to act. Like, I, I grew up doing theater. I grew up doing improv. So, like, there is that element to it, of course, you know, and, mm-hmm. and obviously, like, a writing gig. But, like, the, if I think about realistically, like, where I was when I was young, what I value now, like, doing stand-up professionally would just be yeah. the dream, you know? Uh-huh. And everything else that comes with it would be yeah. great. But. Yeah, absolutely. What do you – so I had a um, stand-up – I took a stand-up workshop, and one of the things that um, the coach was, like, kind of talking about was that, you know, once upon a time, you used to do stand-up, and you would do the circuit, and you would do it – I keep dropping that pen cap if you guys are hearing <laughs> that. That's what it is. I have to fiddle with something, and I mm-hmm. keep dropping it. Um, so he was saying that, like, you know, once upon a time, there was, like, you would put in, um, you know – your 10 years or you know 15 years or whatever in new york and just do the circuit and just do stand up and be really good at it get reputable and then you would sort of just get a tv deal out of that you know and mm-hmm. you look at yeah. like ellen like tim allen like you know what i mean like you all of right. these people got shows because mm-hmm. they were comics and that just doesn't happen anymore right so i think they that it changes they get writing jobs exactly <laughs> But I think it changes kind of what stand-up is, too. And personally, I think that, like, a lot of um, what people used to go to stand-up shows for, like, those quick, punchy jokes, mm-hmm. can kind of be satisfied in the current climate with, like, memes and things. So I don't know that there's as many people specifically seeking it out as a form of entertainment. I don't know that for a fact. I just – you know what I mean? So I feel like it's changing. Yeah, like, everyone's stand-up materials on Twitter. Right. <laughs> exactly. So I feel like Joke, it's changing the environment. Like so that, I'm, you know? I, yeah, I'm just interested what you think about the current climate or if you see any trends yeah I, I i completely agree with that i think comedy in general i think is becoming more confessional like i Ooh, like i think I, I think it's a yeah, lot of people Gatsby, yeah, yeah the the exactly <laughs> and but political even, and political for sure um but i almost think it's like harder i feel like it was almost even more political like 
during Bush and like Obama. Like I feel like yeah. with Trump, it's almost hard to like you are political, uh, but it's like it's just it's it's easy. It's low hanging fruit. It's so yeah. fucked yeah. up that you're just like. I don't even, you That's know. It's not funny. Yeah, yeah like, it's, right. it's not funny. It it's funny. It's, it's all hack. All he's, a fire. he's such a <laughs> hack that like humor about him is hack. You know, like oh, it's agree, it's yeah. already that he's already made the joke. There yeah, isn't anything exactly. else to to comment on. Not everyone can be Michelle Wolf. <laughs> right. <laughs> Honestly, though, right. maybe the best <sighs> ever like said about it. It's like, was at the White House with correspondence. Oh, like oh, I to this day, I every time I think of Sarah Huckabee Sanders, I think of the. Um, Aunt Lydia joke and just laugh. Like, <laughs> well, I just in can't... the Mueller report, they, they basically like she admitted to lying about stuff, and yeah. I was like, "Where's where do I quote this <laughs> yeah. joke from a year ago?" Yeah, um, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. But I, I, I think it is. Uh, I think confessionals is, is a word for it, and I, and I think yeah. it personally, like that's sort of something that I've been struggling with is like where I want my material to go. And I think yeah. that's, that's sort of, I think the next phase of, of doing comedy for me at least is like now that I'm comfortable on stage and I, and I know I have material that can make people laugh. What do I want to say with it? Yeah. And, and I think like that's been a big trend that I notice is like people, you know, talking about their personal lives and, yeah. and, and using their own experiences as the joke rather than just like a weird non sequitur set up punchline thing. Like, I think we are kind of moving beyond that kind of humor. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. Which, which is not to say anything bad about it, yeah. but yeah. how do you, so I have so many questions for you. I, I feel like we should back up a second. How, so how did you get here? Right. So like, are you from New York? Did you move here? How long have you been here? I am from Chicago originally. Well, northwest suburbs of Chicago. Uh, for anyone actually from Chicago, nice. yeah. Um, Chicago land. Chicago land. Yes, that's right. I um, so I yeah I lived there pretty much my entire life. Um, but like I said, did theater growing up. Uh, did Second City. Like did all the the improv levels. Didn't do like conservatory, but did like A through E of uh, nice. improv and acting. Yeah, yeah, and I loved it. And I and I and I miss it. I miss improv. A little bit. I I haven't done it in a minute either, and I've really been missing it. I've been doing more like acting lately. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm, yeah. I like need to go back and just like play for a minute. You know what I mean? Totally. Yeah. I feel like it totally utilizes different. like a different set of skills within your mm -hmm. brain. Like, um, the last improv class I took, I was like, I can't do stand up while I'm doing this. It just feels oh, so like I was just like, it feels like I'm using my brain so differently, and I wanted to like be more present in mm -hmm. the improv class and like really try and like soak it up but I was like I, I can't be like switching mm -hmm. back and forth I don't know it feels no it's definitely yeah. a no, that completely different part of your brain oh yeah absolutely yeah. and like even if you I was reading some of my notes on um if you I don't know if you've read truth and comedy the book um it's a book about improv <laughs> and um yeah they basically are talking about um you know like the second you try to make a joke in improv the scene is dead right. but that's all you're doing in stand-up so they're a hundred percent you know what i mean so but, and it's yeah. just such like a, like i think why i sort of gravitated away from it and i think this probably says a lot about me is 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 it's such a team thing and I would get frustrated because I would be like, I what I want to say is funny. Just leave, set me up so I can do my funny thing now, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. And like that was, and I was really, I was not I'm a great team a player, freak, you know. So I get it. Yeah, and and I just felt like I was like, man, this scene could be so much better if I just wrote it, you know. Yeah. And then I was like, maybe I shouldn't be doing improv. <laughs> maybe, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like like I like it's so much more appealing. Just and. and suits me more to just be my own ship so like yeah. i'm gonna write these stand-up jokes and if they do well that's me and if they eat shit also me but like right. i'm taking the ship exactly. down like, it's not anyone else's yeah. fault yeah i feel the same way and we've talked about this before where you sort of enjoy more of the team yeah. aspect of it but i, I 
I am a control freak, and I don't like like you said. I if the ship more. is going down, it's on me. Mm. Otherwise, I would just be pissed at all the other people. I'd be like, "You oh, yeah. fuckers, like fucked us up." <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. I, I just it feed so much better. more off like yeah. other people's energy. You do that. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I struggle. Um, yeah. So. And I think that even goes back to like how you write a lot of your material before you go up. And yeah. I sort of have like ideas and sort of spitball things as I'm talking, yeah. mm-hmm. which well, I think just a, takes more yeah. open mics and more time to like yeah. figure out. But that leads you know. into my next question, which is like, can you talk about your writing process a little bit? What does that look like for you? Yeah, definitely. Um, and I don't know if I ever explained how I got to New York either. But Oh, yeah. <laughs> Finish that uh, first and then jump to the other one. Uh, I don't want to leave the listeners hanging. They're I like, how, how was he there? <laughs> he oh, there. man. We know he got there eventually. <laughs> <laughs> but how? Uh, I uh, so I was I work uh, I work for film festivals actually. Uh, oh, cool. So I do like contractual gigs for them. Um, nice. So I would always travel around and I would do the Tribeca Film Festival every year. So I would spend three months in New York out of the year. That's coming from, up, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're in it right now. Yeah, I'm also working with them currently. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Yep, oh. shout out to Tribeca, I guess. There's one thing uh, I want to see. I'll talk about to you after. Is it Sarah Silverman or Mike Birbiglia? Bur- Bur- no, oh, okay. no, but I want to see that. I mean, they are, <laughs> obviously, I they do. are speaking to each other. We'll talk about it off air. Okay. <laughs> um, this is the hot goss we were looking for. Oh, baby, yeah. What are you? You want the Tribeca goss? I got yes. it. <laughs> Didn't you do it? I'm kidding. He's not. He's great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, so I would spend three months here and I loved it, but I would always go back to Chicago. And then last year was the first year that I was like, oh, I'm going to stay. Like, I, I know that I need nice. to do it. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, last year was the, I did Tribeca and then I just stuck around. Wow. Yeah. Okay. You made a lot of moves in a year. Uh, it yeah, was, I honestly, it. I would say this. You guys are catching me when my stock is on the rise. This, <laughs> this has been a hell of a year. No, it really has been like probably one of, probably the biggest like change totally. year of my life. Because it's yeah. also like, I did that open mic two years ago, but I yeah. didn't really pursue it until about a year. Like, I really, if people ask me, I yeah. say I've been doing it about a year. Yeah. Because, like, last April was when I firmly landed in New York, and I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to yeah. do two mics a night, and I'm going to, like, just bust it out, you know, bust Have it Have you out. kept that pace up? Have you? Yeah, I mean, I... Two if, mics a night? If said? I don't do, if I don't at least do one mic a night, like, I feel it. Like, there's, like, a, like it's, like, a physical guilt that I feel. Um, and I'll try and do two, if possible, unless I have a show. But if I have a show, then I'll do, like, a mic before the show. What are your favorite wow. mics? Like, what's your, uh, what are your go-tos? I, so I end up doing Laughing Buddha a lot, only because, like, it's close and it's mm-hmm. in it's like that 6 30 yeah. spot is sweet yeah um i not do not too late it's, Ugh, the yes. late ones kill me the late ones right? i know like i did i'm so tired <laughs> i know and, it, and it's and it's living in where i was living which was like ridgewood bushwick area so mm-hmm. like i would just kind of do lines along that but i would do like the star bar wednesday night mic and that thing goes until like 1 a.m oh, and it's insane. just and like, what do you people do with your lives well right and it's also by the time you're, you get up it's like i mean it starts at 10 so you could get up early and it's packed but like by the time that i was getting up because nobody knew me yeah. uh and buckets are all rigged we know they're all rigged yeah, uh so true. like i was i was going up at like 1 a.m to five people and i was like i don't think this was worth it but showbiz baby um <laughs> Um, but so that, so I really enjoy, I do Delancey's. So usually, yeah, here's my thing. I usually do Delancey on Monday, which is like Lower East Side and you get six minutes, which is why I love that. That's a great, that's a great mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's usually like pretty Anytime full. it's less than four, I'm like, I don't, I'm not sure oh, that it's worth it. I did one, I did one at Precious Metal on Sunday and, which I really like that venue and they do yeah. have a really good mic and they could put on good shows there, but they were, it was, it's a three minute mic and then they were running late 
because they were they were gonna like play the new Game of Thrones episode, I guess. So they cut everyone's set down to two minutes, and I was like, "What? Why? Yeah, like, yeah. what is the Why point? did we do this? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. wait, one, one." And I joke. always go up with like a four to five minute bit, and I'm like, "I'm <laughs> not gonna get there." What's what am I doing? Yeah, I know. I know that's been a big thing for me is like trying to get less wordy and more punchy with my stuff. Like yeah. that's that's I think a huge huge. That's a challenge. It's a for very sure. big challenge. I like yeah. talking. <laughs> I like and I Most feel like I need to explain. Do. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and, and well, it's let's like, let's go back to your writing. Yep. Process. Sorry, I'm all over the place. I'm scatterbrained. <laughs> yeah. uh, my writing process is I and I should be better about it. I really just like. So I don't write physically in a notebook. And I feel like so many comics do. And I see them with their notebooks on stage and I get jealous because I'm like, oh, uh-huh. it's cool. You're like, like, that's a notebook comic. Ex- exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you have like, so many ideas. You're just handwriting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's, but I, I don't do that. I, I, all my, all my notes are on my phone. And that's only because like my jokes are just kind of always, and I, I don't know how to say this and not sound like a complete douche, but like they're just always evolving and they're always, it's, oh, I'm always totally, adding, I'm yeah. always subtracting. I'm always like, so it's to me, like the idea of physically writing it out in a notebook, I'm just like, I don't see where, like I, I don't, pers- it doesn't work for me. Well, do you know what I've figured out is, so I, I do write down just yeah. sort of like the basic hits of what I need to mm-hmm. say, um, like in a notebook, just on one sheet. And then like, Every time before I go up, I'll rewrite it. Yeah. And then as, and I'm going through it in my head, right? And then as I'm sort of making it conversational in my head, I always think of something new Mm -hmm. every time. Right. And so like every time I rewrite it, I'm like, oh my God, I should add this. And then I add it that time and it like evolves that way. Yeah. Which is really weird. I don't know. (laughs) No, no, that makes sense. I mean, I definitely see the appeal and why people do it that way. It's just, I also have like horrible penmanship. So I'm just like, (laughs) this would be illegible the whole time. I Um, do that all the time. I write like, this is a great joke. And it's like one word (laughs) and I'll know what it means, but I don't even know what it says when I go back to it, you know? Yeah, that's hard. Yeah, 100%. I do have, I have like a Google Doc also where like my original... That's where I put all my ideas that are not formed yeah. at all. Yeah. <laughs> and then I like formulate into yeah. thing. Yeah. I, I just... just am not consistent with putting them in one place. I do like the notebook. I do the phone note. I lose the note. So I start a new one. There's like yeah. so many places mm-hmm. that are, they're just everywhere. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I have <laughs> a Google honest. doc. I have the, the, the phone, but the phone's really my main, my main one. It's, it's just so separate like, notes for yeah. every little you thing. You always have your phone. Always have so the phone. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, I never have a pen. No. <laughs> like, Paper, as we learned today. Pen. <laughs> yes. You I had, had to ask cap, Amanda though. for a pen. I, I did get it back. Uh, I had to ask her for a pen several times mm-hmm. during the prep for the show because kept not finding one. Yeah. It's okay. You found it. It all came together. You it got a pen jar, you know? It's yeah. part of the pen jar. It's like pens and also makeup and also scissors. I don't know. <laughs> Utensils? Every room needs that jar. <laughs> that's, that's an essential jar. But yeah, I think, I think so, like just a lot of the writing comes from in like a, if that's mainly what you were asking rather than the physicalness of it. But like, it's, I think it like is my internal stuff like 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 i i do write a lot of personal material like i write a lot of things that have happened to me in my life or like emotional things of how i'm feeling and you know it's i don't do like a lot of observational stuff which i kind of am trying to do more of i think but it's i don't know it's they say write what you know and i'm a narcissist you know (laughs) self-loving narcissist so i'm like let's (laughs) exactly you know so yeah but i think that's sort of where a lot of it comes from and it's and i I want to like carve out time in my day to write you know because i think i think if 
I don't know. Do you guys carve time out in your day to like write jokes? I just started The Artist's Way, which is <laughs> a book. Um, but it's uh, a lot of people have done it for forever. And they, um, but one of the things that's like required when you're doing it, it's sort of like one of those courses that's like a self help book or whatever mm-hmm. to like find your creativity. Um, I'm just starting out, so I'll get back to you on it. But they, <laughs> one of the things that it suggests is like morning pages. So getting up, you know, 30 minutes early every day and just like honestly, just sort of um, stream of consciousness, writing out pages that you're never going to read again. Mm-hmm. And it sort of just gets all that shit out that you like just kind of blocks yeah. up your mind throughout the day. And I have found and even just starting it in the first week that I feel so much um, more just like creatively free to like write stuff throughout the day because yeah. I don't have all those thoughts that I keep going back to. You know what I mean? Right. And so I don't know. We'll yeah. see what like if it yeah. helps on a prolonged thing. But I've I've heard really good things about it. And I'll know like of a lot of yeah, people that have so done interesting. it for a long term. Um, for me, I feel like so like part of my day job is also writing so i i am a little bit more structured in my writing i think um and i have to be like okay i'm gonna sit down and write now and so like part of my process is like i have that google doc that's just like random ideas and then i'll be like okay i'm gonna sit down and write something so then i go through those ideas and just whatever like sparks for me in that Mm -hmm. moment like okay let's see if i can make this into an actual thing right and like i i have to dedicate that time or I'm just not gonna like do it I'm not yeah my brain is not in the right place unless I set aside time and say okay I'm writing now but I don't think that's true for everybody I will say I'm also a procrastinator so once I (laughs) have a show booked or I have a like even committing to certain open mics I'm like I I will cram the night before you know what I mean like (laughs) that Uh I feel like is when I (laughs) cram like at the very least get something out you know what I mean yeah. yeah, I wish I, I wish I had the discipline too, and, I, and it was sort of my thing that I wanted to do this year was was focus on like actually setting aside the yeah. time to do it. But yeah. really, I just I'll be on the train and then like see something or think of something, and then it's like a yeah, mad dash yeah. to just like type it all right? out of my phone yeah. as quick as possible. I've just found yeah. that since doing, and I I did start a, a few weeks ago where I actually like got up and like read a little bit um, in the mornings about creativity and different self-help books and whatever because I'm on that bandwagon right now. <laughs> but, um, Good for you. Thank you. Uh, I feel like it's helping. I'm more than. <laughs> um, but no, I think that it's uh, really helpful. And for me, I hate mornings. I'm not a morning person. I'm not one of those people that's ever like get up and do things in the morning, you know. But I, I hate mornings so much that I feel like for me, it's like a, a calm like 20, 30 minutes in the morning where it's just me yeah. and a cup of coffee and it's quiet and I don't have to talk to anyone else and I can just yeah. sort of be alone with my thoughts. And then my entire day is better. I can be more present. I can find more, you know, yeah. things throughout the day because I'm not just like, oh, I hate everyone. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, so that's also helpful. what I'll say. Like for when I'm writing at work, if I have something to write, I have to do it in the morning. I can't do it in the afternoon. I my no, brain I like is I'm better, not gonna write better, anything interesting. That's fair. <laughs> I will say o'clock. I'm better in the afternoon evenings. I'm more productive and I come up with better stuff. But I do think that yeah. if I don't do that initial like calm morning. I don't want to do anything the rest of the day. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Because huh. I'm just too angry. <laughs> New York really. I was going to say, mornings really up. affect you. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they're, they do. They're angry. <laughs> yes, they do. Yeah. I think I'm mornings. I think I'm more mornings. Like, because yeah. I, I used I to, too, like, yeah. always have headphones in, always be listening to a podcast or music yeah. or something. Um, and then I recently, not recently, but like kind of in the last years I've been doing it, I have cut that out in the mornings and I just, like, have my mornings for me. And I feel like that's See when how a lot of it my, is? It's, I completely agree. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I'm no, a better it, person to be around. I am a really good person now that I do that. <laughs> Ever since I stopped listening to podcasts, I became a great Except person. This one. Except don't, this one. Don't tell people to no, stop yeah, listening. As you're listening um, to this podcast in the morning. Listen to more of this. It'll make your life better. 100%. Um, getting back to your good new comedy show, how did you get that like started? What, like, 
You know what I mean? How did that happen? Alcohol. It's, it's not? <laughs> that's, okay. That's how it started. <laughs> um, I, yeah, no, I, I saw the, the bar as Battle Days, and it was... And it was uh, it's not like a comedy bar. It has any no, other shows. No, not so. at all. No, not at all. I, uh, so it was just my kind of local neighborhood bar, and I... You know, I, I became friends with the owners and or the owner and the bartenders, and I would just you know be doing my comedy thing, and then I would do open mics, and I would go to battle days and commiserate over a horrible open mic, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. and uh, one night I just and this was last summer. I mean, I moved into I moved into that neighborhood uh, like last March, and then I want to say it's a great neighborhood. It's a great neighborhood. <laughs> Shout out to Ridgewood. Um, <laughs> Maybe they'll sponsor the podcast. Yeah, just Please, the, the town Ridgewood of Ridgewood. <laughs> Ridgewood yeah. Social. Uh, they still haven't answered my emails by the show. <laughs> I, uh, no, well, so I, mention I, this podcast. Exactly. Exactly. You get yeah. a little more. Yeah. Um, but That's so, not true. No one. <laughs> just, just let you know. You got poll. Uh, if we team up. Yeah, and just like harass the hell out of them. Yeah, I'm down. Great. I'm very down. <laughs> we'll talk a strategy after this. Great, great. Um... But yeah, so I was, I would just, uh, I think this was maybe July. There was one night that I just said to the owner, I was like, hey, listen, I have friends who do comedy. I do comedy. Give us a space to do that. And she was very hesitant. She, because apparently they've done yeah. comedy there like one time before. Oh. They had like an open mic there oh. and it well, went not very badly. Yeah, it went, it went really poorly. Uh and actually, funnily enough, the first show I ever did there at Battle Days, yeah. which was in August of last year, of 2018. Uh, yeah, we a, were there. You, you get there. <laughs> we uh, a guy came up to me afterwards and he was like, hey, man, so I tried to do comedy once here. How'd you get her to do it? And I was like, yeah, no, I heard it did not go well for you. I, I heard that it was bad news. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, I, I just kind of pleaded my case. And then the owner was like, well, if you're serious about it, email me a proposal. Mm-hmm tomorrow and meanwhile i've heard since then that all the bartenders told me that after we i had that conversation and i left she told all of them never gonna happen (laughs) she was just straight up like it's not gonna it's not gonna happen but i uh but your proposal was so good i you know i really knocked out of the park those professional emails they get you somewhere (laughs) exactly exactly well-crafted email this person knows what they're doing that's why i respect the hell out of it i was like see game recognized game you know i was like boom there it is that's how you get things done i will say to that point though there's a lot of comedians, entertainment people in general, but especially comedians that are just the biggest fucking flakes. It pisses me off. Oh, out. yes. And I think it gives all of us a bad rap, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's all like, oh, well, they're going to, you know, you tell them to write a proposal. You're like, I'll never hear from them. You know what I mean? So, right. Or even, you know, people you reach out to and they're like, yeah, 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 I'll absolutely send you that. And then they just never answer. Um, that's not. 90% of comedy. Yeah. yeah. it Because I am somebody that's like, I, once I commit to something, like, I am committed. Like, I, my word means everything. I'm going to be there if I tell you I'm there. Like... You know, yeah. So, but I think that I know that that is not the norm, and it drives me insane. <laughs> no, it's definitely not. And so I think, yeah, like we were saying, I think she was kind of surprised actually that I followed up on it, right. and I and I sent in the proposal, um, and basically, and I and I didn't even know what I really wanted it to be. I mean, I'd been doing sure. comedy. If that was July, and if I'm saying I started in April, like not very long at all, like yeah. four ish yeah. months. But I. Yeah. I, I kind of already had a good support system because I had done that Coogan show the year before and I was friends with this one comedian who was pretty in the scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she would help me or she would like, you know, tell me which comics to book and just even going to open mics and I would see. But so I didn't yeah. really know what I wanted the show to be other than just, you know, a chance good. to showcase. Good. <laughs> I wanted it to be good. You know, I wanted people to laugh. Yeah. Um, and come. And that's right. And, <laughs> and they have. And they have. So yeah, <laughs> I, I just sent her a very, a very bare bones thing. It was just like, here's, I want it on Thursday nights and I want it 
on at eight and and then that just let me do it please and <laughs> how did you approach like marketing for the show because a i'm a designer the poster is beautiful <laughs> oh, thank you thank you uh shout out to my cousin karen uh she's <laughs> the one karen. who says Fuck karen yeah, davis job. crushing it uh yeah so that and that's actually funny because that's all the stuff i didn't think about like i just was like yay i'm gonna get to tell jokes in front of people at a bar and then i was like yeah. wait there's a lot of other variables <laughs> yeah, that like, i people have, have to show not. up people have to show up to that shit and you, you have to like know about it yeah exactly so i have on occasion been at that bar and been like oh it's comedy night <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think you were there that was the last one yeah. you were like oh yeah friends it's happening and i was like well now you're here so. and i was it was a really good show so i'm glad i stayed yes <laughs> speaking of comics flaking though two of them dropped out <gasps> on that Assholes. one that night and one the night before no they're they're crazy People. I mean, nice never be people. booked again on the show. <laughs> uh, uh, be warned. Exactly. How yeah. do you go about um, booking people? How do you find them? Yeah, so the marketing, the booking, um, it's uh, the booking comes from me knowing comics kind of just in the scene. And I think I've been really fortunate to have become really good friends with. Um, a couple comics in particular who've really sort of, A, will do the show and then also will give me suggestions on who else should yeah, do the yeah. show. Um, and then also, but the most fun I have booking people is when I go see open mics and I actually like someone, which is shocking. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm like, my show. I'm like did someone just do well at a mic? <laughs> They're on the show. <laughs> like, yeah. that's Force happening. Nice. Um, and I really, really love doing that. And it's kind of a mix. It's actually sort of a, I, I like making lineups that are a mix of that. Like usually sure. there's like four comics who are pretty well known and established in the scene. And then like one or two that I saw on an open mic. And I'm like, I think you're really yeah. funny. You should come do the show, you know? And I think that keeps it exciting. And I think people are so grateful to do it for that reason. Um, and, and I think it's interesting too, like, like for this new one, for the next one I have coming up in May, I just booked Sonia Dennis for my headliner, who is this like, phenomenal comedian from Chicago. She was just on Vultures, like comedians to watch. Like she's like, she's blowing up. And I never in a million years would have thought I could get her on my show. But I think that's kind of the perk of comedy in New York is there's so much competition and there's yeah. so many shows and comics just want stage time. Yeah, like that's totally. for sure. All they want. So well, it's and they want stage time over open mics. <laughs> uh, exactly. Exactly. And it's like, you know, so I would have never thought I could book her, but just I just reached out and I, and that's sort of been a big thing for me Amazing. is like and I'm like a fan of hers yeah, like yeah. every other comic I get not that right. I'm not fans of you guys but like you know it's I like it they're they're friends of mine or they're sure, just I yeah. think they're good but like I'm a straight up fan of <laughs> like I'm excited to see her set at my show which yeah. is a crazy thing for me to have happen but yeah, so the booking amazing. I just kind of got fearless about and I was like why do I care you know like I'm gonna yeah. reach out I'm just gonna shoot go for it and they can the worst that they can say is no or Absolutely. not respond to me yeah. you know which happens all the time which happens yeah. all the time and like, we know just from booking guests on here <laughs> yeah and we're like we're always surprised by people that say yes and we're just right? like you realize this is like being recorded in a bedroom and like <laughs> like and they're like no I would love to and we're like Oh, okay. <laughs> well, here's here's our really professional email. Yeah. <laughs> that's how you get them. Yeah, it's, yeah. That's hook, line, and sinker. Yeah, I think, yeah. like, comedians, we're all, you know, we're all narcissists. We all just want to talk yeah. into mics. That's, that's so all we true. want to do. So, like, give someone a chance to do it. And, and I think it also helps that the show 
draws so well and I can kind of use that as and, and I sort of it's sort of been building yeah. on its own lineup like yeah. it's it's totally. each month I feel like the lineup gets progressively better and I so, so I can use that flyer as having been to all of them having been to all of them <laughs> yeah right I, I think we're moving in a good direction I hope um but yeah I've been able to use past flyers I'm mean, like here's who did last month's show so I think it sort of helps yeah. sell that you know as we Those kind of keep flyers. doubling down <laughs> and to speak to the marketing of it yeah I just I hit up my cousin who's a graphic designer because I know nothing about design uh very not artistic in yeah, that way dope and she crushes it <laughs> and she it. yeah and, it's, and like shout out to all the people that are just willing to help artists for no money like serious yeah, i pay her thank nothing you. <laughs> she's also an artist <laughs> yeah. like, well that's what i mean it's like but that's all of it supporting each other you know what i mean yeah just, so you're in this together it, it really I love is it. it really is and even like the owner of the bar you know it's like she like just yeah. allowing me to do this is yeah. such a cool like shout out for giving you a chance shout yeah. out exactly yeah. and, so we are running a little bit out of time. Yeah, we're going we over. Need to wrap oh, it up. I have, um, do you have any final questions? I have one. I'm good. Question. I was yeah. going to ask you. <laughs> like I'm so. done with Dylan. I, I think we got it all. <laughs> and that's a wrap. Um, no, but I was going to ask you. If, so you know, you've been doing it for a little bit now. Do you have any kind of advice for starting out, or things, and or things you wish you'd known? Yes. Uh, and this is probably really cliche, but like literally, do it now. Like if you're listening to this podcast and you want to do comedy, do you've it like right been now. Thinking about like, it. Like stop you're listening a to this comic. podcast. <laughs> just, yeah, you just like get the notebook and just. Because that was my biggest thing is I was like, I'm not ready. I'm going to bomb. Yeah. And yeah, you're not ready. And you're going <laughs> to bomb. Like that's yeah. going to happen. But like you're never you're never going to be ready to start doing stand up. Yeah. Like you just have to do it. Yeah. And that was and like literally for me, like I and I started late. Like I'm 28. Like I've you know, I started when I was 27. Like that's pretty late yeah. to start yeah. comedy. And in Same. the one year that I've been doing it, like I've gotten to do Caroline's. I've gotten to do Broadway Comedy Club. I have my own show now. Like it's yeah. like. Things can happen. You just need to actually go and do it. And that yeah, was the scariest yeah. part for me was yeah, like, oh, like, you know, just even yeah. being on that stage. You know? I feel like they, that's the advice for like most creative pursuits mm -hmm. is like, yeah, you're going to be bad at first. So There's bad. There's no way to get around it. You're and I'm be like, so bad. I'm working on like script writing these yeah, days nice. and, and they're just like, you have to stop reading the books about writing scripts and just <laughs> fucking write a script and it's going to be bad. Exactly. <laughs> and that's okay. Exactly. You have and to be okay. And your next one will be better. Totally. And that's just like the artist. Or it won't, but path. eventually one will be <laughs> yeah. good, you know? Like that's, yeah. that's the thing. It's just, I think so many people, the amount of people, and I'm sure you've both experienced this, when you tell someone you do comedy, always like, oh, I've always wanted to do that. Yeah, I always thought yeah, I could. It's yeah. like, so just do it. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. it's, so you don't, you don't need no one's anything. You yeah, you're going just, to an open mic. Exactly. Exactly. I, so I will say, I was listening to, I don't know, I listened to a lot of podcasts, but I want to say it was like a TED Talk or something podcast. Um, And one of the guys was talking about, um, speaking of like fearlessness, he mm -hmm. did like 100 days of um, just go every day he would go ask a question that he assumed was going to be a no and so he like Interesting. he would do things like walk up to a complete and he recorded himself and i'm pretty sure it's on youtube um but he would go up to like a complete stranger and ask for a hundred dollars right knowing that they were going to tell them no right and when he said specifically like when he watched it back especially the early ones he was so nervous and he like yeah. looked nervous and no one was going to say yes to somebody that wasn't confident but by the end he watched himself he got more confident and he got 
I think 51 out of the 100 times people said yes to him for things wow. that he thought were going to be insane. You know what I mean? Wow. And 51 people gave him $100? No. <laughs> he's had a different thing I was like, day. that is. <laughs> I'm going to do that that's, now. Yeah. Yes, that's no, your thing people will say no to. <laughs> that's why people ask for money on the subway. Uh-huh. Um, but no, he, I mean, one of the things, I don't know if he got it. I don't know the answer to this, but he like asked the flight attendant if he could say the safety message or something. You know what I mean? Just like stuff that he that's knows so people funny. are going to be like, oh, yeah. no. I like you know? that a lot. But you just get more confident because by the end, what does it matter? They're going to say yes or yeah. no. You totally. know what I mean? And so I feel like yeah. open mics are very similar to that, where you're first starting out. I was like shaking and nervous oh, and totally. mm-hmm. whatever. And then after a while, you're like, also, it's it is probably going to be crap. Yeah. And, and yet you still have to do that first really awkward one. Yeah. Totally. There's this fear of rejection. But it gets easier every time, you know? It, gets, it does. And it also, really does. here's the, also the reality. And it's so freeing once you do that. So freeing. So just like fulfilling. And the, the thing is, nobody cares about you. Like, <laughs> they do that's not. That's really so true. That's why I, you don't get any laughs, I think, is because they're all thinking about their own shit. Oh, yeah. And then they're oh, not. Yeah. Everyone's, Everyone's focused everyone's on their own thing. Yeah. Like, I have bomb, bomb, bombed. And then like seen a comic <laughs> at a mic before, and then like almost apologized. He was like, I don't even know what you're talking about and I'm like yeah you're right why no literally nobody cares about me except for me like that's just the reality so of it true, so really. just go do it that's great advice just go do it mm-hmm. just go do it our new slogan of what's the point <laughs> sounds great with that we're going to take a hot break um or a cool break and hopefully an we'll air-conditioned break. An air-conditioned we're definitely going to run the air uh, on break yeah and we'll be back with a game we're going to play would you rather I already hit record. Well, everyone gets to hear me clearing my throat. (laughs) Me as well. (laughs) How great. Okay. So we're going to play a little gamey game. Um, (laughs) Please don't ever say that again. (laughs) Too late. I said it. Okay. Really excited Um, for the gamey game. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Okay. We like those. We're going to play Would You Rather. Uh Um, Amanda's going to explain the rules. I'll explain the rules briefly. Um, Only one of us knows what's going on. So we have three scenarios. Each of us is going to take turns posing one of these scenarios. The other two mm-hmm. get to ask questions, okay. either or. So ask questions about other details of what these scenarios look like. The person who posed the question gets to answer however they choose. Um, and then at the end of the question asking, those two people need to decide would they rather option A or B. Oh, um, so you don't have to decide until the end. Exactly. Don't decide until the okay. end. <laughs> yeah, don't, I'm sorry. Don't I like go to make decisions made up. hot out the gate <laughs> and then stand by my decision <laughs> even if it's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can do yeah. that too, but then I'll just make up weirder shit uh, for, okay. <laughs> for the but option no, that's not how the game goes. I'll play by the rules. I just don't understand them. Okay. All right. Great. Perfect. I think so, you should ask first. Me? Yeah. Okay. Because I'm not sure what's yeah, I just would like you, you to can understand get like a practice round. Yeah, yeah, practice yeah. round. Someone I see. Ask. Mm-hmm. I see. Okay. I'm a visual learner. Um. All right. So I will go with the first one. Okay. Good. Because um, right. I have questions. Would you rather live in a, the underwater city of Atlantis but never be allowed to leave, or live in a cloud city but constantly be falling out of the sky? Okay. Ask questions. Go. I do have questions about this one. Okay. One. In Atlantic City, are there mermen? Atlantic City. <laughs> Atlantis. Atlantis. <laughs> um, hold on. Okay, so. Uh, that would be a very different scenario. So it is Atlantis, is it but Atlantic there, uh, Atlantis has recently yep. installed a bunch of casinos, so it is sort of like Atlantic City. Oh, um, oh, and there okay. are mermen. Atlantis City. <laughs> there are mermen, but they're all drunk. Oh. Well, okay. Violent drunk or fun drunk? It's a mixture. Okay. 
so every man is <laughs> drunk in this underwater city of Atlantis? <laughs> Yes. Okay. Got, and like at all times. Well, all the mermen. So if you live there, maybe you're not a merman. Got it. And uh, maybe you're not drunk. So am I the only human in Atlantis? Yes. Okay. Why can I not leave? Am I being held prisoner? <laughs> There's like a plastic bubble around it. And if you break it, you die? Sure. <laughs> and everyone dies? It's a catastrophe? Yes. All the, all the old drunks? They... <laughs> They all die. Yeah. In actuality, you're saving the world. Yeah. So and killing everyone. Do I have gills? Like, how am I able to survive in this underwater city of Atlantis City? Um, you have a tank, and someone on land has to refill it. Every oh so often. my god, that is a nightmare. <laughs> who's refilling the tank on land? Like a loved one of my choosing, or like no, someone who's orchestrated this? Like a really creepy person. Okay. Old dude, like you don't know him. Um. <laughs> but he's just controlling my tank. <laughs> yeah. Human man or merman? He is a human. He's a human. Sober? <laughs> no. No. Okay. So a drunk <laughs> old man is controlling my tank. All right. Okay. okay. So now let's... In Cloud City. In... Which is the heaven version of Atlantis City. That's right. Um, yeah. When we fall out of the sky, does it, like, do, does it, do you physically, like, fall on the ground and it hurts you every time? Yes, but more like bruises, like bad bruises. So it's maybe kill a concussion. You, it so yeah. I'm falling from the clouds <laughs> to earth constantly? Yes. Constantly slamming down into earth. Not constantly, but at least like once a day. This says constantly <laughs> falling out of the sky. Okay. Also, oh, does it just, okay. <laughs> is it like, do you know, is it like a, um, where it's like a, a tick t- down timer? Yeah, yeah. Where like, you a, like know when it's going to happen or is it just like, you're having a conversation, then like boom. No, it's random. Ugh. Oh man! Stressful. But in this scenario, so like in Live in Cloud City, like am I in heaven? Like is it? Is no, it, no, it's not heaven. So is it like the good place where it's like heaven, but it's like not? Sure. Yeah. Okay. That seems. I want to be yeah. in a good place. Maybe. But no, but like like the fake good place. So is it is it miserable the up there? Place? I mean, it sounds like it'd be really nice <laughs> in Cloud City. Is um, it nice? I mean, the atmosphere is nice, but the people are not. Is it very bright and heavenly? Um, the power just like yeah. So can you check the recording and make sure we're still recording? It's still recording. Okay, great. Nice. Perfect. <laughs> that would be real uncomfortable if it just... Yeah, hopefully. Okay. Okay, well, I'm going to close the question floor. Oh, wow. Floor has been closed. Oh, no. Um, you guys have to decide. Okay. I feel like I had more questions about Cloud City. Damn it. All right. Uh... I feel like Atlantis City sounds more fun. Yeah. I, yeah, I guess. Also, as somebody that does comedy, I find drunk people very entertaining. That's true. And casinos are fun. And, like, I guess if I can breathe. I mean, I'm a little scared of the water. But I, I like the idea of hanging out with mermen all day, even if they're drunk. <laughs> I trust that old drunk man to refill us uh, properly. Yeah, I got questions about this old <laughs> drunk man. He has one but... job. And he does it well. He's like that drunk person that you're like, I don't know how you're still functioning, but you right. do this one thing yeah. really well. Yeah, okay, that's you fair. Know? That's fair. Right. I don't know, though. I like, I, I'm going to go, I, I can I, I'm going to vote Cloud City. All right. Okay. Just because I, I'm intrigued. I've always wanted to, like, roll around in a cloud. Yeah. Interesting. I was a big fan of Little Mermaid, so I'm going to stand by my original. Okay, well, uh, Cloud City was the correct answer. Oh, yes. damn it. <laughs> yes. Fuck I knew me. it. I knew it. Ugh. Uh, point right. Dylan. Yes. I'll, I'm very I'll competitive. Mark. I feel good about that. All right. Uh, 
somebody I else. I spelled my name wrong on the point board. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're making, you're so on top of it. I added letters. It's fine now. All right. Who, who wants to go next? I'll go next. All right. We'll go with scenario two. Oh, fuck. This is, I'm glad I didn't have this one. Um, <laughs> would you rather pay for everything using only pennies or pay for everything using only $100 bills? Question. Okay. Um, when you pay for things with a $100 bill, do you get the change back? No. You just lose it. <laughs> oh. Is someone giving me these $100 bills? Yes. Like, just because that was going to be my question. Do I have to have $100 worth of, like, do I have to have $100 personally, money, monetarily, or this is just my currency? Like, I just get $100 bills as currency. You do get them as currency, but you do have to work for them. They're not I have to free. earn them. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I have to have a bank account that would be able to support only using $100 bills. That's correct. Damn it. Okay. This one, that one's not viable for me. Okay. Um, 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 if I'm paying for things using only pennies, can I at least like roll them so that I can, I know how many dollars? When you carry them, yes. But when you pay, you have to count them out. Ugh. So I'm, are people... So even if I have a roll that I know is a dollar, mm -hmm. I have to sit there and count one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, because the person 100. you're counting it to does not know that you didn't fill that with weights. I mean, I think I know the answer to this, but in the scenario where I'm paying with pennies, does everyone in the world hate me? Yes. Like, just be, I'm just <laughs> ruining everyone's day. But they do accept, because some places don't even accept pennies. They legally have to. It's a legal tender. Okay. That's a true thing. We had to get cops involved once. <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, not a personal story, but um, in my town, everybody, sorry, this is a sidebar, but everybody, uh, I lived in Tallahassee for a long time, and they're real assholes about parking and visitor spots in every apartment complex, and they would tow your car pretty much no matter what if you were not in a visitor spot for more than like two seconds. They like sat and waited. And if you got it during the day, it was like 80 bucks. But if you did it overnight, which is when you would have to get it in order to get to work on time, because it wasn't like nine to five hours, um, you would have to pay like 150 bucks or something. And so Jesus. somebody got mad because they kept towing their car. And so they paid them in all pennies nice. <laughs> in like that. 150 bucks. And then they called the police on them because they were like, we're not taking this. And they mm -hmm. were like, yes, you are. And so the police had to like Jesus. come out and they videotaped the whole thing. And the police had to like look up the law. And it says that pennies are illegal tender and the business has to take them. Damn. But they had to okay. get the cops involved. Well, this is interesting. So, so you may have to do that on occasion. That's what I was so. going to ask. Yeah, that seems like a common yes. thing in my life now is I'm getting cops involved just to buy like a soda. Yep. Oh, man. Probably oh. not a soda, but definitely a sweater. Oh, yeah. Um, what happens if I'm paying with something for a $100 bill, but they don't have the, like a lot of times they aren't able to break it. They don't have the change in the register. Does this happen frequently? Like, what do I do then? Yeah. You just don't get change. Yeah, I, I, th I, I thought they'd out. just keep the $100. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I don't get change yeah, at all. Yeah. Right. So you're, you're kind of always... You can only use hundreds or you can only use pennies. So I always have to buy exactly $100 worth of items <laughs> if I want to... Be smart about your money, yeah. Spend all of like my money <sighs> smartly. Yeah. And so in neither scenario, I'm not building good credit because I don't have a credit card in either of these scenarios. I mean, these are both dog shit. I don't want either of these, honestly. Right? <laughs> these are both bad scenarios. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, do I do I have a credit card? And no. No, oh, it says you have to pay for everything. Do I do I pay my like student loans in pennies or Yeah. Oh god, you have to physically <laughs> oh, go. I have to pay my rent. You have to drive to Pennsylvania in, in pennies <laughs> and, or $100 uh, bills. Oof. 
Oh, wait, that's, yeah, in person? So, like, do I have to... Unless they take it via mail. If but... I'm buying something online. How, is that, how do I buy something online? Do I have to mail pennies? I, I don't think you can in this situation. I can't buy anything online in either scenario. You live in a place that doesn't have internet. What if I pay for, like, a prepaid visa or, like, a visa gift card? In all cash? In all cash or, and or pennies. Um, no, that doesn't my, work. I'm not able to use that gift no. card. Because this is a curse put on you. Oh, so you're... in in both scenarios, uh-huh. it's a curse. Yeah. Okay. But you get to pick your outcome. Okay. Hmm. Uh. I think I'm out of question. Okay. I think I am too. I... And the floor is close. Okay. I mean, I would go hundred dollar bills just because it makes me look better. I have a better <laughs> social standing probably at that point. I think it makes more financial sense to go with pennies. Oh, so interesting. I'm gonna do pennies. Okay. Uh, $100 pills is also the correct answer. What? Ah, I know. <laughs> this was not stacked for Dylan. I am won the game. Come on. That's why I came today, just to be a winner. All right. Uh, all right. We're going to do the, the, the final scenario yes, here. Yes, and you are the um, scenario reader. That's right. You're welcome. Thank you. All right, here we go. Would you rather listen to all podcasts and music using the Apple headphone jack converter that constantly skips and makes Siri talk to you every time you make a slight move? Or listen to all podcasts and music using whatever headphones you like, but your least favorite relative calls to interrupt you every 30 seconds. So my least favorite relative, is it like the one that's my least favorite of the day or of all time? All time, same one constantly calling you. What happens if I don't answer? Uh, They just, they repeatedly, they blow you up. They leave voicemails. You, answering is better for you because it will end it quicker. Like they will constantly follow up. Okay. Damn. Uh, am I able to replace the headphone jack converter at any point, or no? That's, <laughs> no, you're using the same because it works. Um, it works enough that like you, but it's you, you cannot replace it. Um. Hmm. What does Siri say to me? Uh, uh, Siri kind of negs you a little bit. <laughs> It's like, it's, it's this weird, it's, it, it's, it's sort of like a bad boyfriend or girlfriend. Like, uh-huh. they're really sweet sometimes and then just really negs you a lot of other times. You don't know which one you're going to get. Like backhanded compliments. I, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Define yeah. negging. Oh, being, like, being negative towards you, okay. like, kind of talking down to you, make, oh, you know, yeah, rude. a little bit. I know. Really? Listen, it's serious. not me. It's Siri. Same as my least favorite relatives. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shit. Yeah. yeah, asking you, like, what your goals are in life, you know, yeah. why you aren't doing better, uh-huh. for, you know, you know. Yeah, sure, sure. Making fun of everything that means anything to me. But then occasionally very sweet, Siri will be, occasionally. And how, how often is Siri interrupting what's happening? Um, every time you make a slight move. Every time move. you make a slight move. And what what is defined as a slight move? What do you say? I mean, it's basically anything you do. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean... So riding on, like, public transportation is... It's going to be tough. Torture. So That's it'll tough, only yeah. work if I am... Um, sitting still yes if you were in like a, a zen meditation lotus pose what about breathing? this would be seamless breathing is fine you okay. can breathe you can totally breathe but right, yeah it's, right. more, it's more like you know if, if you if you shift your body in any way mm-hmm. you know you scratch your face anything like that okay i'm just gonna skip i feel like that's stuff you're not even like conscious that you're doing sometimes no i know Maybe. listen mm. siri's talking a lot in that scenario mm. When my least favorite relative calls, uh-huh. what are they talking to me about? What are they trying to say to me? Uh, well, they're 
they're actually they're they're just they're catching you up on the family, you know, as they as they do. Yeah. And if there's no updates, they're just asking you about your personal love life. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Specifically that. Or telling me how I'll never get married. <laughs> well, there you go. That's part of it. Yeah. Oi. I know. I'm sorry. Listen, I don't make the rules. I it's wish it were different. Terrible. I wish it were different. Can I ignore the call and go immediately back to what I was listening to, or do I have to let it ring? You have to let it ring. <sighs> Yeah. You don't have like the fuck you button on your phone in the scenario. Yeah. It just rings. Uh, both of these suck. Yeah. I know. Um, I'm sorry. Huh. But I think I have an answer. Do you? Yeah. Okay. What's your answer? The floor's closed. Okay, good. <laughs> um, I'm going to do the headphone jack converter. Um, okay. I think I'm going to go with the other one. Relative? You're going to go with the relative. Mm. Here's the thing. I can tell Siri to fuck off. And not feel bad about it? Yeah. Mm. That'll at least okay. help me. I want that one. You know what? You should have asked that. You cannot tell Siri to fuck off. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah. No, it's not. Uh, what happens if I do? <laughs> uh, Your least favorite relative calls. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it really, okay. both these wow. are the same. They're, they're the same. They're both the same. <laughs> so they're this both the correct bad. answer, and, and they're both, both the wrong answer. Okay. Uh, uh, and there it is. Well, for already won. That's so. how you play. Would you rather? Yeah. Wow. Much better. Look, we both. He won, and we both got zeros. <laughs> or you both got ones. Yeah. He still won. Tens, and there then we win. Go. There you go. Everyone's a winner <laughs> on like what's the point, Todd. <laughs> Yes. And that is the point. Yes, it is. That is the point. What if we ended every show? Like, and that is the point. Thank you. Like an NPR. It feels very, yeah. I'm shocked you don't, honestly. That seems like a missed opportunity. I think season two, we start, that's what we do. That's That's, a new thing. And that's now how we will end it before we close out. Um, Dylan, tell the people how they can find you and where they can see your awesome, good new pot. Good new comedy show. Yes, yes, you are can. Those all the words. Those are all the words. Okay. I know it is a mouthful. It's. I've thought about rebranding, but it just makes sense with the name of the bar. It's too late now. Um. So yes, you can follow me on all the social meds. Uh. It's at D Grassel, D G R A S S L. Uh. And then yeah, my show, Good New Comedy at Battle Days, is monthly. It's usually like the last Thursday of the month. Uh. The next one. I don't know when this is dropping. Uh. But May twenty third is May's. June twentieth is June's, and then we'll look to the rest of the year. Cool. It'll probably be after that. <laughs> yeah, we're real, we're slow at the, the upload of these. Got it. Well, then look at my Instagram and uh, yeah, it will be there. Great. Cool. Yeah. Um, awesome. Thank you. Uh, you can Thank find you. me at Tefa Trending, T E F F A Trending on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me at Amanda Krebs, K R E B S. And of course, please follow What's the Point Pod at What's the Point Pod on Instagram, at What's the Point PC on Twitter. And make sure you subscribe and review and share it with all your friends. And share it. Yeah, all that stuff. All right. Great. And that is the point. I, I fucking can't.